You are listening to the Free to Be Mindful podcast, which provides bite-sized tips for busy parents, educators, and anyone working with kids. These real talk conversations focus on mindful living, mental health, and personal growth, helping all to learn, grow, and inspire with mindfulness in mind. I'm your host, Vanessa De Jesus Guzman, educator, licensed professional counselor, entrepreneur, and mom. I'm passionate about helping folks live life with peace of mind and ease of heart while not losing their, well, you know, here we go. Hello, and welcome back to the Free to Be Mindful podcast. I hope that you're feeling good, looking good, and doing better in this world than you were yesterday. So it's really interesting. If you're listening to this podcast, perhaps you are a huge supporter of mine. And if so, thank you so much. Or perhaps somebody just gave you the recommendation and you popped on. I find it really interesting, those folks who don't listen to podcasts all the time, as it's something that I have just made really a part of almost my every day, whether it be in the car, when I'm washing dishes, when I'm cleaning up around the house. Sometimes I'm motivated and I want to listen to music, but other times it's just an easy way to learn or to grow or sometimes just to be entertained. But either way, despite of how you got here, I thank you that you're here. And it would really mean a ton if you took out a moment and rated the podcast wherever it is that you're listening to this right now. It's really a big help because it makes it easier for other people to find the podcast and then they can see if it's of interest to them. And of course, as a free gift to you, I have created a guide called Talking to Kids Without Losing Your Cool tips and strategies and exact phrases to use so that you can talk to your kids and have them engage in first time listening, as opposed to saying the same thing about a bazillion times and then them wondering, but why are you yelling, mom? Why are you losing it? when they just haven't listened to you for the past however many minutes. So you can get that by clicking down to the show notes, clicking on that link, and it'll show up in your inbox. So as I shared with you just recently, and by the way, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, it was all about learning to rest, especially in the summer, but anytime throughout the year. So I found it really interesting staying almost a full week in Italy, different parts of the country and meeting people really from all around the world. That's really one of the coolest parts is hearing so many people speaking so many different languages and finding yourselves, you know, sitting side by side at dinner or on a tour bus or anything like that. And I found it interesting. Not once did anybody ask, so what do you do? it seems like that is more of an American phenomenon where we really tie our identities with what we do for a living. In other countries, it seems as though that is more separate. And when you're out of work, people really don't talk about work. And it may go hand in hand that other countries are so much better than the United States is as far as parenting leave after growing a family and vacation time and really disconnecting from work. So in Europe, when you're on vacation, nobody says, well, if you need help, you know, or you can always call me or email me and I may not respond right away. No. When they're on vacation, they're on vacation. And it's an understanding that if you're not available, people will just have to wait until you return. 
In contrast, in the United States, so many people, especially if they own their own business or a lot of small businesses say, well, you can call this person for help, or you can always send me an email and I may not return it right away, or I'll just check my email once in a while. But even when we disconnect from our jobs, how many of us really still carry this identity as far as this is what I do and what I do really defines me as a person? Now, I wonder if that comes with different professions as well. I will be really honest in sharing that my career has always been a part of my identity, like big time. I think the reason why I tie that so closely to each other is because my career is not only my job, but it's also my passion. I always say it's truly what I believe that I was put on this earth for is helping kids and helping families. It's what I've always wanted to do first in the realm of education and now in the realm of therapy, but helping kids and families is just what I have a natural knack at. And fortunately, I have found joy in the different careers that I have had as a teacher, school counselor, and licensed therapist and business owner. And I wonder if you're really fulfilled in your career, is it more closely aligned to your identity In other words, are you wearing that hat all the time almost to say, yes, I'm a woman. I am middle age. Am I middle age? Geez, I'm not sure. Um, So I'm a woman, (laughs) whatever age, fill in the blank. And I'm a therapist or I'm a business owner, right? I wonder if other people have that alignment as much as perhaps those who are truly fulfilled in their career. I'd love to know what you think. Definitely screenshot this and tag me on Instagram and let me know your thoughts because I'm not sure if everyone has that alignment, you know, or maybe they do. Do pilots get off the plane and are like, no, I'm not here for a long time. I have to catch the flight or I'm flying the plane that people are catching because I'm a pilot. I really wonder about that. And that then leads me to think of a couple of other questions. Are you able to leave work at work? Like we were talking about last week, are you able to really rest and disconnect away from your everyday, especially from the place where you probably spend most waking hours, which is probably at your job? Are you able to leave it at work, walk away and live a whole nother life outside of that? That's where I think back even to my years as a teacher, I always had like papers to grade, lesson plans to create. There was always something to be done, even in the hours outside of work, which I wonder, is it because I didn't set up a good boundary then? Do all educators kind of think like that? Or do some learn to three o'clock comes, I'm closing the door and I'm walking out and tomorrow at eight o'clock is a brand new day. I think there's probably a spectrum of where people land. And I wonder if that's not only in education, if it's outside of that as well. So how much do you think of your job after you leave it? And it's not bad to have that passion, but question for you. Do you have other things that describe you outside of that passion, outside of your career? Do you have hobbies that are not directly aligned or involved with what you do for a living? What things bring you joy? 
And so whether your job or career brings you joy, or maybe it does not, it is so important to have hobbies outside of work, engaging in something outside of your nine to five, so to speak is really important because it can sharpen skills that you have. It can show different facets to your personality that perhaps your job does not allow you to show. And when we really sit back and think about it, we're pretty interesting people. There's a lot that we have to offer the world. And sometimes we don't have to offer it through what we do. And sometimes we don't have that opportunity to do so. So we can find a lot of joy in finding hobbies that we enjoy and spending parts of our lives doing those things as well. So if you're looking for a hobby yourself, think about what may be cool to try. And you could try something once and not have to go back. But if you've tried something once and you had a lot of fun, definitely free up your time and make space to bring that joy back into your life. Also, start small with whatever it is that you do choose to do. So for example, with my 5K training, being that I'm not a runner and I had never done that before, imagine if I would have skipped that part and said, I want to do a full-on marathon. (laughs) I would have been going from zero to 100 real fast or in my running pace, real slow. (laughs) Instead, start small with whatever it is that you think may interest you. And then as you spend more time into it, and as you continue to dig whatever it is that you're doing, then you can grow along with it. And with that, decide what's important to you. Maybe it's more in the realm of community service. Maybe it's more in the realm of exercising. Maybe it's in the realm of learning new things, picking up a new language. So decide what's important to you, free up the space and make time again to find joy in different areas of your life. And something else that may help you with finding a new hobby or it could be a result of finding a new hobby, is building your network. So you can try new things and meet awesome new people that can become new friends in your life. And as an adult, it can be really hard sometimes to make new friends because we wonder, well, how do we do that now? And through hobbies, it can really open the doors to really widening and expanding your network. So I hope that this conversation maybe made you think a little bit about your career and profession and do you really enjoy what you're doing? And if you don't, should you continue doing that? And if you don't enjoy what you're doing, but that's what you're really good at, then okay, let's find some hobbies that really do bring you joy and fulfillment in your life. If you have hobbies that you love, I hope that you're able to create the space to continue engaging in them. If you don't, I hope that you can create some space to find something new and push yourself a little bit out of your comfort zone. And if you have a friend who perhaps needs something extra in their lives, please be sure to share this episode with them. Thanks so much for joining in. And I invite you to join me for the short guided meditation. So right now, regardless of where you are or what you're doing, Take a breath in through your nose, and as you slowly exhale, begin to find comfort in where you are sitting, standing, or walking. As you continue to breathe in through your nose 
and exhaling out through your mouth, think about some of the things that you do that perhaps do not bring you joy, that are a little bit challenging, that you wonder, why is it that I am taking out so much time and space for this? Bring some awareness to those answers and more importantly to how you're feeling as you reflect upon those answers. As you take your next breath in, think of peace within yourself and exhale any doubt in any thoughts that perhaps entered your mind if at all. And as you continue to breathe in and out, think of some things that you'd like to make space for, some things that you'd like to try. Bring some awareness to your thoughts and even to your body as you pay attention to any feelings that may come up as you reflect on this idea. Do you have feelings of excitement? an interest or do you have feelings of self-doubt or fear? Again, as you take your next inhale in, breathe in understanding of yourself and of these feelings and breathe out anything that may stand in your way of accomplishing something new. Perhaps take this moment to make a commitment to yourself to continue anything that you already are doing for yourself or to find the time to take up that new hobby, new skill, new class or new interest and know that you can try something new even if it's scary and that you don't know how it's going to go until you give it a try. It's my hope that you're able to push yourself outside of your comfort zone and accomplish something new. Have a great week. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. It would mean a ton if you took this moment to review the Free To Be Mindful podcast on the platform you catch your favorite shows. That quick and easy act lets me know what you enjoy and it helps others find the podcast too. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you can listen along next week. In the meantime, I welcome you to catch me on social media at Counselor V De Jesus. And as always, remember, in a world where you are free to be anything that you want to be, you are always free to be mindful. Catch you next week.